I sold my soul to the bottle Still none of my friends had left me yet I'm the same man I was since the age of 13 And I've lived my life with no regrets If you're looking for some freedom All it takes is ten drinks minimum If you're looking for rhyme or reason Oh, it's Sunday night. It's the last part of the weekend. It's 10 Drink Minimum live here on Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope. Let me pull everybody in here and unmute them. So the three of us are all here. James is here. I made it. You made it. Holly Ann is kind of here. She's in and out. <laughs> She's in filming in portrait mode. Uh, my computer just started working, so I'll be able to fix that shortly. Cool. Just, uh, yeah, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> so how is everybody? I am great. How are you? I'm doing well. James, how are you? I'm having a fantastic weekend. I just how got back from camp in the Hamas. Oh, nice. Very nice. That sounds fun. Look and like, you like a regular person. You were out of town last weekend. You were in Portland. Is that right? Yeah, I went. Uh, I was in Portland last weekend. It's, uh, I I couldn't uh, be on air because my phone overheated. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. And then James, you said you got a new mask. Oh yeah. Look at this. This is why you watch the live. Oh my gosh! Where did you find that? My brother made it for me. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Is it functioning? It's an Anubis mask. Yeah, it works. Yeah. Interesting. I got a new mask, too. Do you want to see my new mask? No one does? No one wants to see yeah. my new mask? Well, of course we do. Dun, dun, dun. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. 10-drink minimum masks. I and love it. And I have them for sale. Yay. And they look Where can everybody buy them? I don't know yet. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have a lot of them. So I, I have a big face. It fits over my beard. So they're pretty big. Uh, nice. So I don't have a lot of them. I have probably about eight of them to sell. And I figure I'll sell them for 12 bucks a piece. If you want one, just personal message me. And I'll tell you how to pay for them and then give me your address and I'll send them to you. I don't really want to set up a store just for masks, but right. You know, but they're pretty cool. You know, they say 10 drink minimum on the front and they're, and they're packaged like they're professionally packaged. Um, and I'll just mail them out to people after they pay me uh, that 12 bucks includes the shipping. And that's, that's all inclusive. So, you, you know, nice. you guys don't have to pay for anything. I have masks for you. Yay! Oh, thanks, Chris. Yeah, but they are ten drink minimum uh, masks. I love it. I've got some other stuff in the works for other merch. So, Ooh. okay. Hey, Chris. Before we get too far into this, I can switch to my computer now. Okay. Well, go ahead. Yeah. All right. Sorry, uh, Chris. That's fine. 
while you're doing that, I want to um, kind of do a programming note. So we won't have a show on September. Um, let me adjust my microphone here. It's all sorry, folks. We're not very professional today. Well, I guess I'm just going to leave it like I'll just do that. I'll just lift it like that. There we go. Uh, what do we got in the chat here? Uh, someone says they'll buy a couple. Okay. And then uh, Michael Lucero says, says, Holly, he has your truly. So what? Awesome. But um, yeah. So September 6th, we will not have a show. It's Labor Day weekend. And I can't tell people what to watch, but let me make a big suggestion for people. Okay. So on September 6th, there's going to be a telethon. Um, let me see here. For the Box Theater, one of oh, our, no real, our real good friends, uh, they're, they're struggling in this time of COVID, and they need to raise about $20,000. Um, and that will help them uh, stay downtown through March of 2021. Wow. Uh, so on September 6th, they're going to do an eight-hour uh, telethon uh, to raise money. I, ha- I can't see. They're going to have music. They're going to have uh, uh, stand-up, improv performance. Uh, Why are we not on that? I don't know. Well, I, I, they got full. I asked kind of asked uh, what they needed from us and they just basically said that you know they're gonna have uh they, they want me to make a video promo like saying watch the watch the telethon and then also uh i'm gonna do i don't know they you guys might as well do like a two-minute thing saying what what the box theater means to me but i don't know i don't know i don't you know maybe they got full up real quick because you know they have a lot of talent there yeah I'm sure that they they use their own homegrown talent so the but, box is very important for our community. Absolutely. So I don't know. Let's see. Uh, it says in the, the KRQE article, the telethon will happen on Sunday, September 6th. And you can submit donations online throughout the night to watch and donate. Visit the box website, which is theboxabq.com. Oh, yeah, there it is. So let me show that real quick because uh, we're big. You know, I'm I'm. I love Doug and I love Kristen and I love the box theater. So yeah. So they're going to have a Labor oh, yeah. Day on and we're not going to be on that day. So that'll be great. Perfect. So one to 9 PM and you can donate. I guess you can already, if you want, if you want to go to the box, and go ahead and donate, you go ahead. You sure can. So, wow. But, uh, I've had a lot of great times there. I've seen the show like they, So when, whenever I say the show, like, there's a couple of different like things that happen in Albuquerque that are very confusing to people whenever you say it to them and they don't understand. And yeah. one of them, one of them is uh, the shop, which is a breakfast and lunch place. And you, yes. you ask them, have you ever been to the shop? And they go, "What shop?" Because it's a very you know generic. <laughs> but the, the other one, is, yeah. And the other one is is the is the show at the box theater. Have you seen the show? That's the name of it. The show, and I've seen it. Oh man, probably about three, twenty plus times. Wow! And it's an improv improv show, and it was created by the guy who created Second City TV, SCTV in uh, Chicago. 
So that's that. A lot of people don't know that, and that's a pretty big deal, I, I feel. And so, once everything is back up and running, you, you guys, you know, hopefully the, the box will still be there with everyone's donations, and go out on a Friday or Saturday night and watch the show. I've seen it with my parents. I've taken them. Uh, I've gone to a lot of the. They, what they do is the blue show, where the blue they show. Put, they put it on later, and it's you know they do a lot more you know adult themed improv. I've seen Bob Odenkirk pop in and do uh, improv work with them twice. That was wow. pretty fantastic. And I paid the exact same amount I paid, you know, whenever Bob Odenkirk wasn't there. And so it was just like one of those amazing situations that we had, you know, you hear about, but we have that here in Albuquerque. It might happen. You never know. Yeah. The show and Bob Odenkirk's in town. He might just pop in. So that's amazing. But it won't happen if, you know, people don't donate. So. <laughs> Give them money, support art. So, but yeah. So, Smiley, you were in Portland, is that right? Uh, yeah. I um, I was moving. I'm uh, moving my mom back from Portland. She just repatriated recently. So wait a minute. Your mom was in Portland. Well, she was in Belize, right? Yeah. Okay. She retired to Belize, but uh. She was planning on coming back this year, and like all this happened, so, so she wound up being in Portland for like three months. Did she move no. Belize because of the virus, or she was just doing it anyway? Oh no, she was doing it anyway. She just didn't like it. Uh, it got too hot for her. Oh, okay, tropical, like very because very tropical, isn't it? Yeah, it's balmy. She's like, I don't like this. She's like, I don't like the summers anymore. I'm gonna move. Yeah, I don't know. I was about like, you. "Well, that's retirement for you." Yeah, yeah, just move. I don't know about you. With your son for a bunch. Being in the summer, being like when it when it, it, it people who don't live in New Mexico, those of us that are born here, we don't handle humidity at all. At all, <laughs> we, we don't. We don't understand it. No, we What's don't. Wrong with the air. Yeah. Why I'm heavy filthy as soon as I get out of the shower? Yeah. Why do I feel like I can't breathe? Yeah. And so going to a tropical place longer than three days or a week sounds awful to me, actually. Yeah. I don't know. Also, I... Oh. Go ahead. Oh, I said, also, I have super curly hair. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I am... Oh, I end up looking like a lion. Yeah. Or uh, a Bird? poodle with mange. <laughs> a poodle with mange. That's funny. Well, I don't understand. So, like, I went to sh- the last trip I took before COVID was Chicago, and I was in Chicago almost a year ago now, which is crazy to me. I was there like last uh, September, and I was there for four days. And I just and I love Chicago, love it, love being there, love the city, love going to the you know the baseball game, love the you know all that shit. But man, I just sweat the whole time, like just drain. Not like like I'm you know a little sweaty. I mean, my hat will be soaked all the way up and have like a little dry spot on the top, like a little dry yarmulke, and then <laughs> my shirt's just a big like sweat circle. And then my friend goes, he he'd never been there. And he, he's from New Mexico as well. And he isn't sweating at all. How does that work? What is the secret? Is it secret? Is I don't it know. Secret? 
I don't think it's maybe his sweat glands don't work. <laughs> maybe not, but all I know is that all my toxins were out of my body <laughs> that whole week. Just sweating. Oh. Uh, you know, that poor Airbnb, oh. they had to change out the sheets, I'm sure, really quickly. <laughs> or they didn't. It's like you, you come from New Mexico and we have like this super high, like, elevation and you yeah. go like anywhere else and your body just rebels it's all i'm it's sorry like, no <laughs> no <laughs> no 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 well and i require so much less air yeah than what's right going on right now well so the other day it rained and so we were at 38 percent humidity in new mexico gross Jesus. i know that i know for people who've never been here are shocked by the rain part and the humidity part. So it's 38% humidity. And I go to uh sidetrack brewing and they have misters. And I'm just like, I'm like, we don't, you know, you could shut those off. It's humid. It's 38% humidity. <laughs> since New Mexico, you know, which we're not used to. And, you know, so they're just adding more and I'm just like, Oh my God. I'm like, Ugh. so it just, it, you just can't breathe. I, yeah. I just can't imagine. I just cannot imagine it. So this is the end of fried chicken week here in Albuquerque. <laughs> it was fried chicken week. It was, and uh, I so I did the uh, I did the hot chili chicken on Tuesday. I want to do that. And then I did the kamikaze food truck. They had a um, chicken, a fried chicken sandwich as well with you know coleslaw and all that mess. You know, I'm gonna say this, and and, and maybe Amazing. people will not. Uh, Agree. I thought the kamikaze uh, sandwich was better than the chili chicken sandwich. Really? Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm, I'm going to have to try the chili chicken. Yeah. I need to try it again. It was because it had been sitting for a little while because we went to pick it up and it was kind of soggy. And, you know, I just can't do the soggy foods, man. Nobody wants soggy chicken. No. Nobody wants a soggy chicken. So when I say fried chicken week, it was like fried chicken week on Yelp. So they, oh. so the way it worked was I'd never seen this or heard of this before. Maybe you guys, maybe you can you can tell me how this works. But if you went to the place on the specific day that it was their turn or whatever, and maybe it wasn't that, I don't know. But all you did was is you checked in and showed it to the people at the register that you checked in on Yelp. Uh-huh. And you got like two dollars off. Really? Yeah. Coupon. Right, That's but I don't, awesome. I don't understand what it does for them because, like, I have 58 followers on Yelp. That's not going to do a lot, but yeah, I would have yeah. like, but I, but it was a promotion with Yelp because I'd be like, you know, I'd rather people check in on Facebook or I don't know if you can, on Instagram or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Yelp to keep their, they, keep their, they have to keep their income going. Yelp does. They got to do Yelp something. Does. It's true. Yeah, that's got to be rough for them right now. Yeah, because I don't imagine that a lot of people are uh, yeah. investing in Yelp right now. Like, you know. I have been seeing, like, so we've had Howie Keibel on the show many times. Yeah. He is a Yelp community manager for Albuquerque and or New Mexico, I guess. And, like, it's weird to me that that's a job, number one. But <laughs> I, will, I will say, like, of you know, like the stories about Yelp that you read that they've done bad things in other cities on it. Howie's actually pretty badass. And like when all of this happened, 
he was like all over it uh, and putting together big lists of places that were doing curbside mm. and promoting businesses to, to show their COVID hours. So if you oh, go, on, cool. if you like go on Yelp and you don't, you're not sure if a place is open and I'm not promoting Yelp here, but like, that's what I do. Like if I'm like not sure if a place is open and I want to go get some food, I'll well, go especially check. now that I know they updated it because Google doesn't update anything. Yeah. Left lens in my glass seems all fogged up. But um that's how I make sure that like places are open. I mean, do you guys go and get curbside very often? Do you guys eat are you guys eating out very often? Um we eat out like once a week, maybe. Yeah. I cook most of the time. Okay. But I try to support local places. So I'll call ahead to make sure they're doing curbside or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's there's, a tough one. There's only two places I eat at. Okay. I eat at Anatolia and Good place uh, to eat. Pericos. What was the other one? Pericos? Uh, Pericos? Yeah. That place is pretty good. I, I had it for the first time the other day. I get tacos from them. And then yeah. I get delicious kebabs from Anatolia. And those are the only places I've ever ate out at. Yeah, Anatolia is now, great. Nowadays. Yeah. So what do you guys do whenever you want to get out and do something? Um, social distancing. I, I, I've gone to a couple breweries. Like, we go to Ex Novo. Okay. Um, and then we've been doing, like, walks and stuff like that. Yeah. It's hard with the kiddo, though, because, you know, it's hard to get her to, like, keep a mask on for any amount of time. So, yeah. you don't threaten anybody. This could kill you. <laughs> no. You should get right in her face. <laughs> Kids like it when you get right in their face, right? They love it. Screaming. It's their favorite. Who do you think you are? That's how I was raised. Don't do that. You <laughs> die. <laughs> How dare you? Oh no! Screaming at you, right. <laughs> you start screaming in a metal like, "Put the mask on!" Yeah. Oh man, I definitely had a couple of those moments with her this week, and we we can talk about that later, though. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like not on the air. No, like we could talk about it on the show, but okay. I had some bad mom moments this week for sure. Yeah. Well, James, you guys, I I was following kind of your 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 trip from portland you guys drove in an rv is that right yeah we drove an How? rv uh, back from portland well can we hear like what tell people what about that what that like did you guys rent the rv whose rv was it yeah why oh, were you driving in an RV? hmm there's your what uh, what whose rv it's was your RV. it's your mom's rv it's is my it mom's be, rv is it gonna be her house uh no i guess she has a place to park it or something oh I didn't really. Uh, we, my family doesn't pry into each other's affairs, so okay. I figured she was good. <laughs> she just needed me to like drive her, like be there in the car. Yeah, which is good because I mean everything instantly like went sideways. So, as they always do. Like, I, you had a couple blowouts, right? Yeah. Was that scary? So it's like a, it's a 1983, uh, like Tasca Sun Cruiser. Okay. And it's only got like 30,000 miles on it. Oh. So. Wow. Really good shape. Here's the thing: rubber ages, 
So yeah, the uh, of course it is. Yeah, the uh, the tires exploded on a, a frequent basis. Oh no! So like we had a blowout, and then we had another blowout. Like we flew off the road. Oh my god! Like that? Or like this? Uh, No, 1983 Tasca. Oh, like uh, that one right there. Yeah. Like this one? This one here? I think so. Okay. Interesting. Looks about right. Yeah. There's the bathroom uh, window. Yeah, it looks right. Um, did you guys yeah, use, so did we you would, use the bathroom? What was the rule for the bathroom when you were? No, no. Well, that was nice. We haven't hooked up yet. Like, oh, so no we, bathroom. We got, a, we got an RV, and then this is the first time I'm on ever driven it oh wow and then we just decided to come to albuquerque on on that huh <laughs> and so uh yeah parts of it exploded periodically like the the, the pets got really freaked out um oh. yeah oh yeah we had two dogs and a cat in the rv as well oh my well, god I, I thought you said you hit two dogs and a cat i was like damn <laughs> oh aiming for those motherfuckers well, it's hard to steer those things. Yeah, <laughs> You're right. Yeah, you, know, you just lean into it. But we wind up having a blowout going like seventy miles an hour and just like ramped like off of the off of the highway. Jesus, that sounds like fun. It I mean, was. It was. Yeah, it was amazing. And Jeez. did I see that it was your mom's birthday as well? Yeah. Yes. I'm gonna look at this. We were supposed to be back in Albuquerque by her birthday, but we lost two days because uh, the tires kept exploding. Yeah. So, can I, can uh, I show the photos from your uh, Facebook, James? Oh, of course. That's, that's sure. why I put them up there. Well, I know, but, you know, showing them on Facebook and then showing them to the... So this looks like your mom and, and you guys are getting some sort of toe. Oh, she yeah, that's her frowning face. I was trying to uh, make my my brother feel bad, so I posted her frowning face online. Oh dang! So that my brother's wife would guilt him into calling us. Oh wow! Oh, it's roundabout family guilt. <laughs> yes, yes. Except very aggressive. So who so who all rode back in the Winnebago? Just you and your mom? Yeah, me and my mom. Oh wow! Okay, and then two dogs and a cat. Yes. Okay. Wow. Dang. And, and, uh, and this is your mom getting a tattoo. Yes. <laughs> right. I was I was talking about like me and my mom have like so many good like road adventures. Yeah. This is when we went to uh, New Zealand. Oh wow! Okay. Because you just posted. This, but I thought this was you know I thought this was the other day. Oh no. These are just a bunch of like uh, a bunch of like photos from our vacations together. Oh wow! Aww, yeah, that's cute. To, uh, yeah, and that's oh, your mom yeah. in the hospital. Yep. When she had also she had... New Zealand. Okay. Oh, yeah. I that. You went to New Zealand with your mom, and she got really sick, right? Yep. That was last year. So, any other any other crazy adventures in the in the Winnebago? Um. Other than the tires exploding? Other than that, it was pretty chill. 
Oh, okay. Uh, was, was there any the, Winnebago uh, Man style cussing? Right. What did you say, James? We kind of kind of cut out. Th- those were the highlights. Oh, those uh, were just the. Uh, I found out that. Okay. I see. James is not much of a storyteller guy. <laughs> He's just like, uh-huh. <laughs> he just cuts off. He just trails off. I just love that. Um, very cool. So, what'd you guys do that was exciting this week? Anything? Um, so I got called stupid by my four-year-old for saying that D was well. Okay, she she kept calling D the letter D E, mm-hmm. and I told her that that was wrong. Okay. And that lasted for a couple of hours, maybe. Okay. Um, and uh, then she told me that I just was not smart oh, and that wow. I was wrong. Uh, so that's what homeschooling a pre-K four-year-old is like. Damn. Yeah. About right. Like a talking cat. Yeah. She is. You know what? She is like a talking cat. They're assholes. Um. What else? I don't know. I, I've been homeschooling her, and that's been a, a an interesting ride. Yeah. We're second week into it, and oh my gosh. Mm. Uh, Sorry. So like super. I fun? have. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, some parts are we made frogs out of construction paper mm-hmm. and things like that, but uh, I never realized how hard it is to teach a human being what letters are. Just to keep their attention, probably. Yeah, that also. That also is very difficult. What, so did you hear, I mean, how do you feel about the news that APS has decided not to go back to the classroom to January 1st? Or till January? I feel okay with it. Okay. I saw, some people, I saw some people having melt. Well, I mean, James, you and I don't have kids. So for us, we're like, whatever. Sounds like a good idea. But like, <laughs> the people who have kids are having meltdowns about it. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of like, I think the distance learning... Uh, especially like if they're a little older, like above four, um, yeah, yeah. you know, but I mean, I, I don't know. Cause I don't have a child who would necessarily be going to school right now. Sorry. It just keeps playing. I have a, oh. I have an article I want to read and it keeps, there's a fucking shitty ass oh, you know, video. Yeah. Shit. Um, um, but the people I do feel for are the parents who both work. Yeah. It isn't obscene. Nice. Oh, yeah. I, I go through that every single day, Geo. <laughs> Eight times 35. How do you teach a seven-year-old? I mean, I would do it by, like, cases of beer. <laughs> like, yeah, cases of beer. Like, uh, I don't know. I'm not there yet. Um, I would just tell him to go on Google. What's that, James? That's always fun to give to children. You're all, what's this? It's an abacus. It counts things for you. And they're like, ah, you <laughs> use Google. Here's how you're going to get through life. Really? It's called Google. When yeah. I worked as a computer, uh, computer uh, like a warranty guy, and I would have to take shit apart, and I couldn't figure something out, I Googled it. Let's see. 
Well, that's what the yeah. library used to be. That's how I and, learned and how to do drywall. <laughs> right? I write a book. Into the library and I write a book. That's where I learned how to uh, replace uh, parts on my car. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'll this. Yeah. Uh, but like Travis was saying, that's a perfect example. That's what I was saying is I feel bad for the parents who like they have to work. Yeah. And then, you know, they have to find the time to teach their children. So, you know, I do feel for them. But yeah. So I have, I have an article that I want to read. I hope the fucking thing doesn't play again. So this is a kind of <laughs> part of Why this is part park? of yeah, there it goes again. This is part of COVID. Um so I guess um this is for on KOA TV. Uh Albuquerque, New Mexico, out of towners, be careful if you park your car with out of state plates at a city park, community center, or even a library. You might get a few questions from an officer or city count city official. Uh we did give ourselves the power to question out of state visitors. People without a state license plates on whether they are, whether or not they are following the quarantine rules, Mayor Tim Keller said at a recent news conference when he announced that he was signing a new emergency order. So I guess the city has decided that like out of state people, they, we, they can question them now on whether, you know, because if you come in from out of state, you're supposed to do like a 14 day quarantine and self quarantine. Yeah, and you've got these, you know, we've got Labor Day weekend coming up, and you have these people that, you know, they like to come from Texas to New Mexico and go to, you know, Rio Doso and Cloudcroft, you know, Cimarron, or uh, not Cimarron, Red River, and they don't give a shit. They don't wear masks. They don't do shit. So what do you guys think of this? Um, I mean, I get it, but also I want, I, I just feel like there's, you know, probably people too that have moved here and haven't been able to register their car here. Yeah. So, I mean, like how well, far are they taking that questioning? I guess. Is, oh, I mean, I guess they walk up to him and they say, Hey, you know, I see you're out of state. Are you yeah. in quarantine for 14 days? And then if they say no, then they take a club and beat their legs. And beat them. Yeah. You know, take them down a notch. No, just, I, I, them down. <laughs> yeah, just take them down. Right. I'm all for, honestly, I, I, this sounds harsh, but I think we need to, we need state police posted on each side of the state. Like, I don't mind if people from Colorado come. This is just my bias, my personal bias. I don't care if people from Colorado come down and do whatever. That's fine. Uh, but from Texas and from Arizona, stop them at the border and turn them around. Black Rose. That's how I feel about it. I know people are going to say I'm wrong, but oh well. The state troopers are out <laughs> in force. I've been on the highways here. They're, they're out in force. Like I, we when we went out to camp the other day, yeah. there was like, I'm I'm not shitting you twenty. Uh, state troopers on one of like the way stations mm -hmm. with like a mobile command station there. Oh wow! I was all whoa. Hey, I, I said I said Colorado was okay. Yeah. I said it was okay. <laughs> I said Texas and Arizona. I feel like, so Hamster and I were just having this conversation about Texas and Arizona and how much New Mexicans hate Texas yeah. and Arizona, mostly Texas. Um, yeah. And he said, so he's from Tennessee and he, so he hates Texas too. But he said that the, the New Mexican hatred of Texas and Arizona is like insane to him. Well, okay. I grew up <laughs> nine miles from the Texas border. 
Right. And you would He's drive over. You would drive over into Texas, and you know they would pull you over if you had a you know. And this isn't every time, but they would pull you over because you had a New Mexico license plate. So here's an example of Texans bullshit towards New Mexicans. So my <laughs> buddies were in this country band. The guy actually who who, who sold me this mug, and one of their like the, you know they were a country band, and one of their props was they had a big cow skull painted yellow with the red Zia right in the middle of the cow skull's forehead. So we, you know, they play all up and down the, the eastern side of the state and people would pack the place, loved them. So I went with them one night and we went to when they played in Lubbock, Texas at some country bar there. The place was packed. There was no tables. People were, you know, open. People were standing and they're playing and the whole time they're playing. No one clapped. No one cheered. No one danced. And then at the end the people came up and told them they were good. And this one guy said, you know, you probably would have got a better response if you guys wouldn't have brought your, your, your cow skull and maybe said you guys were from Dalhart or something. And I'm like, motherfucker, what the fuck? So it was basically like, oh, this band's from New Mexico. We don't like them. Hmm. No how good they are. So fuck that. Yeah, F that. So turn them around at the border. You want to go to Red <laughs> River? Nope. No. You want to go to Reed Doso? Double Absolutely note. not. <laughs> want to go to Roswell? Well, that's on you. You can go there all you want. <laughs> Please get abducted by you go to Hobbs. Okay, that's fine as well. We'll take your money at the casino. But other than that, nope. Off limits. Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> you think that, do you think that's too much of a hard I don't. I'm I'm all for it. But you know, I'm kinda aggro this week, so yeah. Once again, Colorado, okay. Totally fine. Arizona, they I mean, you guys, weed down. Let's 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 have an honest talk with Arizona right mm-hmm. now. You guys are fu- <laughs> you guys are not you guys are not doing what you're doing. You're fucking up. There was a moment for a 7-day coronavirus. Arizona was the hot spot in the world. Yeah. It was above Brazil. You were above countries, Arizona. <laughs> Get it together. Get your shit together. I want to go party at the bar, too. Yes. But, geez. Well, and in Texas, they're letting, you know. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, and, like, uh, the United is playing in El Paso right now. Not if I close the borders. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And they look like they have, like, social distance. Oh, yeah. Do you see how well the United is doing right now? Kicking ass. I had season tickets. I could be watching all these ass kickings. Actually, I think most of them are on the road. But we are, you know, and for people who, who listen to the show who are outside of New Mexico, we don't really have, uh, we don't have, we don't have professional sports teams. Like and when I say professional, I don't, you know, I mean NBA, uh, Major League Baseball, uh, in, NFL. So our, our big love is uh, the New Mexico United. And oh yeah, you know right now they are uh, nine and uh, oh I'm sorry, let's point six wins, one draw and two losses. Yeah, they're killing it. Six wins, one draw, two losses. That is awesome. They're doing great. So they're at the number one of their division, which is the Group C, which I don't know what that means. <laughs> 
So go United. Sumos Unidos. Um, here we go. There's a question. How do you guys feel about the possible music ban in bars? What, what do you mean by that? Like, is there, yeah. I, is there something I haven't heard about? I don't know. I mean, are they going to say, hey, no music ban in bars when they come back? I did, oh, I did get a confirmation on a rumor about one of the bars in Albuquerque. Bars downtown. Oh. So the rumor, and it has been confirmed now, it, when the bars are allowed to go back into service, Anodyne has built a plexiglass window that separates the bartenders from the the staff or from the patrons. So ah, there'll be a, nice. a little there's gonna be like a little window, probably I think it's right there at the corner, where you'll order your drinks and they'll slide them through the window. Nice. So they just went really, 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 really hard. And their bartender dream came true. Yeah. Right. Right. So it's just uh, a thing where I don't actually have to be around the customers. I just slide a drink to them. I don't understand what he's saying here. First, he oh, says, I get what he's saying is he's he's not saying that this is something that's going to happen. He's yeah. saying that do we think I, I this is just how I'm interpreting it. Like, um, like it would be a good idea to not have music for a while because it encourages you getting closer to the person next to oh, you. Oh, I see. Um, um I, I, well, I feel like if bars are open, if we're to that point, then I mean, we're. I mean, yeah. bars are like the last thing that opens. Yeah. I guess we're just going to have to see where we're at at that time. But I don't know. What I don't understand is is how, uh, I mean, I guess because they're a bar. But how can Inside Out not be open right now? That's what I was just thinking the other day. Inside Out is a bar downtown. It used to be called, it was the Golden West. And it yeah. caught on fire and the roof burned off. And... So rather than put the roof back on every place that's open there, just is a an open air bar like it has no roof. And so the current iteration is called Inside Out. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that you, James? Yeah, my phone's blowing up right now. I don't know why. Okay. I assume that's what it was. So it's, a, so it's a bar with no roof, and people are like, "Well, what does that matter?" I'm like, "Well, I mean, every patio I go, a patio I go to is basically the same thing as that." Well, and if you look at Red Doors patio, right. It's essentially the same thing. So you, so yeah. he's saying that he heard on the radio the mayor was trying to put into effect no music at bars. Well, we can't have bars. So, I mean, what's the fucking point of that? Yeah. You know? Um, so I do know... someone during the show, anyway? What's that? Who's talking to someone during the show, anyway? Like, I don't do that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm pretty sure you're watching something. Let me talk to you. Hey, you're watching this thing that, that's mostly for audio. I'll, I'll talk to you. <laughs> yeah, I hate the um, people that talk loud during a show. Yeah, I don't know. And, like, here's the thing. I think, like, entertainers in general, whether you're a musician or, like, me, com- comedy, like, all that stuff, we're so scared right now. Because, yeah, obviously, yeah. we're the last, uh, you know, nobody gives a shit if there's live comedy right now. And I'm fine with that. It's totally acceptable. But... Uh, it's starting to get to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm going to lose my mind uh, at some point. <laughs> no, I hear yeah, you. Am I ever going to go back to work? Yeah. yeah. I hear that. Um, who's texting you, James? It's, I don't, it's freaking blowing up. I don't know. I think someone put me in a group text. 
That is. Oh, you know, I hate those. You know who that person is? A piece of shit. Because those are the worst things ever. Group texts are the worst. Like every time, every time I hang out with my lady, my friend group blows up. And like the other day, you know, and and you don't want to be a dick. Like you're like on a date or something, so you're not looking at your phone. Yeah. I got my phone the other day. Like we were like hanging out, and we were hanging out like 20, 30 minutes, and so I was trying not to look at my phone. Forty texts. Oh I was my like, god! Holy shit! Come on, guys. You know what happened to me is a friend of mine put me in. Uh, so a lot of like, you know, this happens to a lot of girls. I don't know if it happens to dudes yeah. as much, but I got added to a group text about a multi-level marketing thing that my friend has started, and it's constant. Oh, I would, I would not. They would not be my friend no more. Right? Sorry. Sorry. Well, and like the thing is, is this person hasn't talked to me in like three years. Oh, there's this guy. I'm not going to call his name out, but I unfriended him this week. I, I finally pulled the trigger on this. And, you know, nice guy. Like him when I see him in person. But he does this fucking bullshit where he does like tags people in a, in a post. Mm-hmm. And he'll tag like 40, 50 people in a post. And I'm all like, like he has like a. Uh, a bunch of people copied on a like a you know notepad or something and every time he's like ooh i think i'll you know I'm, i want to spread this and he moved from albuquerque so this you know and so i, I be, every time i saw he like he they would say he tagged me in a post i'd go look and it was just some fucking video of someone singing and then it, me and 49 other people were tagged in it oh, i hate that it got to the point where I went to go look and see if you could like stop one person from tagging you, which you cannot, which come on Facebook. Let's get that as a thing. That's bullshit. So I just said, you know what? Fuck this guy. Cause he's, he's done it to me about 10 times. So you I was know like, what I do. Mm-mm. I changed my settings to where, um, I have to approve anything that I'm tagged in for it yeah. to go on my timeline. But then you get, I don't mind that. Like, but the, the thing you still get, I just want, don't want the message. Like, hey, you've been. The t- notifications. Yeah. And I'm like, Urgh. So annoying. And I mean, that sounds curmudgeon, but like, dude, come on. Don't tag 50 fucking people in some post that you have. Unless, yeah. like, if you do it once, okay, cool, whatever. I get it. It's like, you know, if it's for your business or for something you're doing, like maybe you're putting on a show, but if it's like, some random YouTube video? Fuck no. You. Fuck off. Fuck off. By the way, I'm tagging a bunch of people in, in my post with these men. <laughs> Chris, you should group text message. Buy my masks. I only have eight, so twelve dollars <laughs> shipped to you. Nice. But uh and the and the I, I just want to point this out though. They they, they special made these uh, the, the person special made these for peop for big people because I asked. Nice. You know. So it'll fit. You know so what I like, like about that is I oh sorry. What's that? Sorry, James. Uh, so you, you have a beard guard on there. Right. <laughs> uh Holly likes that she can fit them over her beard. Yes. Uh, no, I've been getting claustrophobic, so I'm claustrophobic, um, and I have, like, a really tight-fitting mask. It's, like, kind of small, and it gives me anxiety, so maybe this will be better. Well, I just want, I want to, like, take, like, two or three of these and, like, you know, how you can kind of, like, connect, you know, and then I'll just wear them as a G-string. These will hold up my balls. Do it. 
I think that'd be great, Chris. Balls and, you know, balls and dick. It'll hold the balls and dick. Oh, guys, I wanted to ask you, now that you've brought up balls and dick. (laughs) uh, So I was talking to Hamster one night and my phone must have heard it because it shows me ads for them all the time now. But you know how girls have push-up bras, right? So I was like, how come they don't have underwear for dudes that are like a push-up bra for their balls? They do. And would that be more comfortable? Mm -hmm. And now I get ads for these underwear that have like a little thing in them that hold your balls up. And do you guys think that would be more comfortable? Mm. It's like a bra for your balls. I know. Do you like wearing a bra? I mean, in certain circumstances, this is why it came up because he was working out and I was like, oh my gosh, like, cause when I run, it hurts because my boobs, if I don't wear like a sports bra, right. So there, and also I have large boobs. So for me, not wearing a bra is more uncomfortable than wearing one. Okay. So I was, I got curious, like, does it hurt when you guys run? Do you need support down there? First of all, I'm not running. (laughs) uh no i you know i've never it was not wish well so the thing is is like you've got to really like men have there's three there's there's the three choices you have the the nut hugger underwear the tidy whities whatever you want to call them you have boxers and then you have like the boxer briefs, which are kind of like a, a hybrid between the two. Well, but these are different because they also, right. the other important part oh, is the yeah. Fomunda cheese, right? Like yeah. you can and all sweaty and weird. Yeah. And that's this has a separator like yeah. between your balls and your body. So they're not so sweaty, mm-hmm. you know? Well, and also like, and I don't know if this is a truth. I've, I've heard this in my time period. Like if you wear like tidy whities I'm sure this is a myth. It pulls your nuts up to your body, and your body heat supposedly kills the sperm, but I don't really think that's true. Yeah, well, but, it could oh, be, no, and that's true. where these come in, is that they let your balls hang low. Do your balls hang low? Can you tie them in a nut? Is that the story? Yeah. I mean, I'm, trying I to find these. I'm trying to look for these online. I know. I was trying to find them, and I can't. Let's see if they came up on my Facebook ads. Hold on. Yeah. Which they never, anytime you ever try to find something like that, after you like start telling something about it, you never can find it. And then I it'll know. happen. Uh, okay, I kind of found some on on Amazon. They're called Separatech Men's Three Pack Micro Model Separate Pouch Comfort Fit Boxer Briefs. Wow, that was a mouthful. That's a long thing. And yeah, they do hold your nuts and your penis separate. Yes. All three. You know, they hold the nuts away from your body, and your penis away from your nuts. Which you know. Like, I'm is sure that a really big concern? People, like, they keep me together. Oh, weird. Okay. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It's not a problem that I look at. I mean, I don't know what kind of underwear Smiley wears, or if at all. <laughs> oh, I'm not a barbarian. Right. I wear boxer briefs. I, see, I wear boxer briefs as well, because I've done, I've done the tidy whities growing up, because that's what my parents would buy for me. So then once I was older, I bought boxers, but you do get the boxer like bunch up where they like, oh. bump, you know, they kind of, especially if you're wearing jeans. So I can I, imagine I, how uncomfy those are. I do like boxer briefs though. Hmm. So I don't know. I don't really have the nut problem where I'm like, I just wish my nuts were away from my taint. 
I know that's what that's what Hamster said too. He, but I was like, there has to be a reason these were invented. Well, you know? yeah, and it's funny. Like you, you hear it all here on Tendering Minimum. Do you <laughs> need your nuts away from your body? Like I don't know. Like I, w- I would try. Would I try them? Yes, I would be like, you know, maybe I, you know, it's one of those things where I don't know that I need that until it happens. Right. Yeah. Like maybe it's just like it'll be an aha, like, oh, that's actually very comfortable. Okay. See, like I wanted to buy some her hamster and he was kind of like he's not into it. Yeah. Um, I said, how about you just try him? So let me let me go. So I guess what we really need to do here is go <laughs> to the reviews of this product. <laughs> and the first product, this is for, like I said, for the uh, uh, Separatech men's three pack micro model separate pouches comfort fit boxer briefs. Yes, the longest description ever. They are thirty seven ninety nine. I hope it's not for one. For underwear, it's for three pack. Yeah, for three pack. Uh, That's still kind of steep. Here, here is the here is what they say for the product. Uh, Separate pouch underwear keeps a man's intimate area comfortable and separated. Ultra pouch avoid embarrassed adjustment. Stay dry. Window panel keeps cool and fresh. In place, independent support pouch. Um, so then let's let's uh, skip to the reviews. Let me make sure. So that description made a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. So here we go. First uh, review. First review. One star. Uh oh. If you're a, a shower, you will love these. <laughs> I am a grower and fell out of the front pocket. Oh my god. Well, second review, two stars. Not so great for growers, is what the headline says. Oh my gosh. Let's cut to the chase here. Men fall into two categories. You're either a shower or a grower. For showers, these should do well. These boxers do have an ample pouch with an opening to an external flap. This makes access much easier at urinals and also a good job of keeping things cooler since not everything is bunched together. Since showers don't change much when flaccid, this style of boxer is best fit for them. Growers, on the other hand, have some... What is all this about growers and showers? Is this really... Okay, here's the real question. Hmm? Is grower versus shower that big of a, like, does it really affect your life? No. Okay. It would for this. I mean, oh, okay. I'm, a, I'm a grower, so I don't, you know, this would Apparently be only in fancy underwear. Right. So here's the rest of you. Growers, on the other hand, have some additional challenges with this boxer. By definition, if your flaccid state is significantly smaller than you are a grower, this creates a situation where you can actually slide out of the opening in front of the boxers. If that happens, then everything is bunched together basically the same way as any major brand boxer brief. This could be solved by having two pouches, one for the testicles and another for the penis. However, this box relies on a one-pouch design with an external opening. Oh, see, uh, this is not the ones that I was getting because it had, like, two pouches. Okay. Weird. This one says, wearing boxers such as these also produce a distinct bulge in dress pants. They are fine <laughs> for jeans, but not suitable underneath slacks. I was eager to try these, but based on the movement I experienced, the provide they provide no additional benefit over any normal boxer briefs. Uh, mm, interesting. Uh, 
But well, I'm glad you get ads I for those. You were serious that entire time. What's that? I, I I like how you were serious that entire time. Oh, right. This is hard hitting news. This is an important news. issue. Do you or do you not? Are you a grower or are you a shower? Is the question. No, I'm just, I just have never heard so many things written about grower versus shower. I, I don't think I have either. So. <laughs> I was and like, do men sit around and talk about this all no, the time? This is no. intriguing. And I wonder how many people out there are like, what is a grower and shower? <laughs> what? What? I guess the moral of the story is if you're from Texas, stay out of New Mexico. <laughs> yes. Um, so we've come to the end of the first hour. Uh, what do you guys have to promote? <coughs> mm, sorry. Excuse Anyone? me. Anyone? Um, the only thing I have to promote right now is my Instagram and my TikTok and my Twitter. I've been very active on Twitter lately. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's where I feel safe to share political views. So uh, follow me at Hollybird Comedy. Nice. James, it's a soft day, right? Uh, you can see me on uh, Netflix still with uh, uh, Daybreak or uh, like on Hulu or NBC. Nice. Uh, I'm in a bunch of stuff there. That's always fun. Uh, Midnight Texas, and what was the one you said I was in? The Brave? Yeah, The Brave. Apparently, I'm yeah. all over that one, too. Yeah, I, I feel like I'd be better promoting you than you do. <laughs> I was like, he's in this show, he's in this show, but that's fine. Um, I have a YouTube channel. It's called Maydow Media, M-A-Y-D-O-W, where I film different, like a lot of times where I'm just basically on my electronic skateboard. Uh, I am currently in the process of making a new video where I am going to ride my skateboard to all the Breaking Bad locations that are around Ooh. the downtown area. Then, uh, newsflash, there are a lot. And I'm going to, you know, just film them with my drone and whatnot. Um, so if you like that stuff, subscribe to my channel, smash that like and subscribe. Other than that, you know, we have our, our YouTube channel, Tendering Minimum. And our Instagram at Tendrink, Twitter, website, tendrinkminimum.com. All the cool stuff that all the cool kids are doing. I mean, we don't have a TikTok page, but that's okay. We should We're get on. one. Holly is going to be in charge of our TikTok page. Yes. I, I have a TikTok page that I don't even do shit with. I just watch them sometimes. But that uh, means you guys have to participate in the TikTok. Oh, okay. All right. Well. <laughs> Um, but yeah. Oh, and then I want to promote one more last time. I'm going to pull it up on the screen. Uh, we will not have a show September 6th. Instead, try to watch the te live telethon uh, for the Box Theater uh, live on their website, theboxabq.com. Uh, and then uh, one last thing I have, like I said, I have 10 drink minimum masks. I have about eight of them. They're large. They fit my face. I'm a large man, if you didn't know. Um, so personal message me on Facebook or Instagram, and I will tell you how you can send me money and I will send them to you. Um, and if, you know, that goes well, then I'll order some more and see if people want to buy more. But other than that, um, yeah, we definitely drink during the pandemic and you should as well. But, uh, always remember 
never get too drunk to jerk and drink minimum minimum.com yeah there you go <laughs> he has about uh let's do 706 cool cool all right later guys bye Fingers landed in the light switch As the stars of life go in the world It's cost me by on the way To some place you are As you lay your hand Just where it falls Leave the light switch on everybody back in <clears throat> how was everyone's break did everything come out okay 
Yes, I made a what TikTok. What kind of crazy shit are you doing? You better not be like, oh, all about <laughs> guys. Nothing crazy. Just kidding. I like how, like, it's funny because, like, people consider, like, TikTok, like, a young person's thing. And there's, and that made me sound really old, but there's a lot of, like, dads and stuff on there that do some really funny shit, you know? Yeah. And, like, I, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to say something that maybe might sound stupid to other people, mm-hmm. but, uh, I have taken on parenting very recently in the last year, right? And yeah. uh, it's hard. I don't have a lot of friends who are parents. You stole and someone's kid, I have found right? TikTok. What? Hmm? What did you what? say? I don't remember. You stole oh, someone's yeah, kid. Oh, yeah, totally. I just, like, stole somebody's kid um, <laughs> like a year ago at Target. Um, but so I have found a lot of comfort in like the moms on TikTok who are just oh, yeah, like yeah. really like, honest about how huh no I'll, I'll keep going oh oh yeah the, the the moms on TikTok are just super honest about how shitty parenting can be <laughs> i like that they're just like my kids are you real soul yeah or also, there's a mom that I love. Her name's Mama Cusses. And if you're on TikTok and you're a mom, you should follow her. Because she yeah. literally talks about, like, things that you think are important to your child. That she's like, this is bullshit. Get the dollar yeah. store sippy cup or whatever. It's great. Okay. Uh, That's like my that, TikTok that, soapbox. Like that, that video <laughs> I sent you the other day. You know, that couldn't. there was just as amazing a video as in. I don't I, I don't know should we show that video yes yeah I fucking love it man and I don't know if it's real I love it I, I, I just teach I don't know if it's real either I think it might be a character but either way it's entertaining yeah we gotta show James this shit man it's it's the billy hour the Wait, wavy what? hour well let me find it what Hold is on. It? <laughs> it's called it's called gold James gold Gold. Let me pull it up. Hold Messages on. for Rodney. Hold on. Let me let me start over. And uh, like I told Holly, this 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 video is like Christmas. It just keeps giving gifts, and it, it it's just amazing. So it's let's so see. Like, you guys have not seen this. This is fucking spectacular. <laughs> uh, I, I this is posted by Rico Demo. I don't know who that is. I don't know who these people are. But someone posted this, and I could not believe how amazing this is. If this is fake, even more amazing. Even more amazing. Here you go. You ready, James? I'm ready. I'm ready. Messages for Rodney. Okay? Listen up. All right? You blocked us both on Facebook, (laughs) and you blocked us on Instagram and TikTok. Okay? Now, Now, listen. I want all of our friends and family to share this because he thought that's the last he saw of us. Guess again, okay? You gonna break her heart? I'm gonna break your jaw, Rodney. Okay? <laughs> I ain't messing around. I'm looking for you. You was at the casino all night with mm-hmm. Tracy. I know you mm-hmm. was. He was. And I get my uh, an alert on my phone that says, all your SSI check is gone. He okay. took it and he spent it, he Crystal. Spent it all night. Okay. <laughs> I said, hey, Rodney, you need to get the heck on out of here. She called it quits, broke up with him. And then he kicks my freaking curio cabinet 
Okay? Here's the deal. She loves her little figurines. Okay? I'm the one that he broke. The shit's Someone, a, let me uh, have it. Yeah. I, it, 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 it. Little figurine. Look at the little eyes. Look at the little, little eyes. <laughs> Rodney was leaving. Broke off its tail. The, the tail curled up. <laughs> oh my God! He broke that. Cannot be glued back. He he didn't just leave with respect when she ended the relationship. He had to kick over her churro cabinet and broke. <laughs> my grandma gave this to her a week before she died. Okay, this is your favorite. Broke my other my little uh, precious moments one with the little girl that was. Uh, praying and had her head down, and he thinks he can uh block us, and then he ain't got he ain't got deal with us. Well, guess what, Rodney? I went to your mom's house because I knew that's where you'd be, and you weren't. She said she hadn't seen you. Number one, I think she was fucking lying. Number two, I whip her ass too. And please, everybody, share this on a Facebook. I wanted to see it everywhere, anywhere you can share it on a GoFundMe. My blood's boiling. My blood's boiling. You know what? I got something for you, Rodney. Here, Crystal, hold that. This is my hold favorite part right here. I got something for you. Hold that up for me. Okay? I got something for you. I got two things for you. Okay? Right here. Tanya Tucker and Conway Twig. Okay? I'm going to straight up beat your ass. Okay? You could have walked out of the house with some respect. So, with some respect. Respecting her. <laughs> over her churro cabinet and it. broke her little figurine. You can't never put the tail back on I'm there. I'm gonna break your fucking <laughs> Look, this is Playing with the two little balls. You're gonna rip off the tail like a piece of shit? Show me your face. Look, right here, Rodney. I ain't kidding. I've been wanting to beat your ass for since y'all started dating, honestly. I'd want to beat your ass. And now I'm going to. Okay? Look out. Look out. Everybody share this. We're Look looking out. for Rodney. We're looking for Rodney. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody wants to know what my in-laws were like from my ex-husband, <laughs> refer to this video. Uh, and they're saying it's fake that it's that she does comedy. If that's fake, they're amazing. They're they're amazing. Like uh, Danware said in the chat, Pertalis life. Yeah, yeah. I know people like this. Oh, I know tons of people like that too. Estancia life also. What did you think of that, James? <laughs> I got two things for you. It was so good he needed a cigarette. Tanya Tucker and Conway Twitty. Conway Twitty. Uh, so good. And and they have like a few videos and like her character that she's made is just unbelievable. It's it's pretty realistic though because I know, like I said, I know people like that. I know people like that too. At first I was like, this has, these are real people. Because the first one I saw was them going to, uh, uh, they had just like Rodney had gone to jail or something, or her boyfriend had gone to jail. Is there a a Rodney? Is that is that? Is he just like they just talk about him? They just talk about him. He's like a a character that comes up, but I don't know if it's Rodney or another guy. He like uh, he had a warrant out for his arrest, and he went to go get her some dollar menu or something. Oh fuck yeah. See, and they they were waiting at the end of the street for him, and they arrested him, and now she can't have her burgers. And when I saw that, I was like, this is a real person. Like, well, I know people like that. My in-laws are like that. Yeah. Well, you know, you were... You know, Ex-in-laws, not well, hamsters. Family. I don't know if you all remember this, but Jim Varney, he was the 
Ernest character. Heck he yeah. started out. He was a uh, you know he was an improv guy, and he started out doing uh, local commercials. That was a, a character he created for local commercials. And I remember when I was a kid, and those commercials would come on, and they were just like you were just like, ah, ah, ah Ernest commercial. Yeah. And he'd be, hey Vern, how's it going? Hey Vern. Hey Vern. And it reminded me of that. If she's like, you know, if, if the, you know, of course that's not, apparently it's not real, but um, you know what I mean, Vern? Yeah, there you go. Know what I mean, Vern? And, and, he Vern, took, Vern. and he like parlayed that into like, I mean, who knows how rich he was. I mean, he, he passed oh, away yeah. from lung cancer because he was a chain smoker, I guess. But uh, I loved Ernest when uh, I was a kid. Let's see what, if there was a net, do they have a net worth for Jim Barney? I don't know. $12 million? Dollars? Huh? What's that? He, he, well, he, he died. Well, he died, so he's not doing well, but yeah, $12 million. So, or is he doing better than all of us because he's not dealing with COVID right now, right? Oh, so that kind of brings me to something else. So, uh, Netflix kind of like you know, they have like periodic, like they'll release, I think it's like every Friday they release like new shows and stuff, yeah. And so, you know, after a while, you're kind of like, man, I'm bored or whatever. And so I started watching this show, which I now love, on Netflix called uh, – God, let me make sure I got it right because I'm terrible with the names. But you wouldn't think um, – yeah, Teenage Bounty Hunters. What? Yeah. It's fantastic. That sounds it. fantastic. And why it. have I not heard of this? So it's, it's, a, it's a, a fictional show about these two teenage girls that are in high school and they happen upon becoming bounty hunters by accident because they, yeah. you know, they, and I'm not going to say how it happens, but they end up working for a bounty hunter and helping him collect bounties. Now, the bounty hunter they work for is uh, veteran actor Kadeem Hardison. And no shit. Yeah. And as I was growing up, Kadeem Hardison was Dwayne Wayne, Dwayne Wayne on a different world in the 80s. Yeah. And I was just like, it was really good to see him. And I hope that like he gained weight for the part because he kind of looks really bad. And I felt <laughs> bad because like because he's, you know, he's like out of shape. But that's kind of part of the character. And uh, the funny thing, too, is is he's the bounty hunter. And then of course there's a famous bounty hunter that has like a YouTube channel that he hates. <laughs> and, and that character is played by method man. <gasps> what? what? Yeah. Dude, it's, I need it's, to watch it's, this it's a good show, man. I dig it, man. And, and it's so funny. Cause like the two like girls are like twins and they're hilarious. And it takes place in Georgia. It takes like Atlanta. It's like Atlanta, Georgia. Huh. And they're like, and they're two like rich upper class white girls that decide to become bounty hunters. And of course, he's like, you know, he's the the wrong side of the track guy, but he's they're helping him. And uh, I I really like I I, I like kind of burned through it. I really enjoyed it. It's called Teenage Bounty Hunters. I'm gonna have to uh, check that out. Method Man got to eat. Got to eat, man. I thought it was fantastic. Like the whole cast is fantastic. That's you awesome. Know? And like it shows like. Uh, a lot of like suburban white class Southern people and kind yeah. of like, you know, it kind of makes fun of them a little bit, you know, I love it. it it's pretty fantastic. I I'm like gonna it. Have to check that out. Mm -hmm. uh, so I've been, we've been binging. So hamster is a little bit of like a nerd. Um, nerd? Everybody in my life is a little I'm bit of a nerd. 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 
And he got me, for the last year and a half, he's been wanting me to watch Avatar Last Airbender. Oh, okay. I've never watched it, but yeah, that's a big thing. It's a huge thing, and like our kid loves it too, and finally he broke me down, and guys, I have to admit something. I think I'm a nerd. Because you like it, right? I I love it. It's so good. Yeah. Should I tell the so that that I mean I'll retell the Dante Bosco story now. Okay. So, uh, oh Jan- yeah yeah yeah. In January for Comic Con for people that are you know because you know the Last Airbender is now on Netflix. Yeah. Actually, gonna, I think they're going to do a live action one. I think. Yeah, and nobody's excited about it because they don't have the original writers. Oh yeah. Okay. And it's going to be terrible. So. Well, they had them for a little bit. No, for the live action. For the live action, they got rid. So they made a movie, yeah. and they didn't have the original writers. Just to give you background about the nerds, yeah. uh, and then and everybody was so excited that it sucked. And then Netflix said they were going to make a live action, and they were going to have the writers. Oh yeah, yeah. And then they fired them. So now everybody's not on board. Oof. And you don't want to mess with the nerds. No. So that's where I'm going. That's the story I'm about to tell. So last January, they had the Albuquerque Comic-Con. It was the last Comic-Con that they've had in the state because of COVID. And our buddy Ming Chen, who's on the show many times, he, he, he comes into town and he texts me. I, I'm pretty sure he probably texted you as well. And he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fly in. I'm going to go straight to uh, uh, Frontier. I'm going to get a burrito. Yeah. <laughs> then I'm going to head to the hotel check in at from 5 to 7 I have my booth and then after that we're going to go to the Monte Carlo Steakhouse and then to Founders the Speakeasy Yeah. and, and I'm like yeah. okay cool so then I'm hanging out with him at the Comic Con and he's like hey is it okay if my friend Dante comes with us to the Founders and I was like yeah absolutely anybody you want to bring and so we get there and he's like, yeah, my friends are coming over. How do they get in? Because you have to have a password. So I asked the, the bartenders. I was like, hey, can we have some friends coming over from Comic-Con. Can, you, can, can they just give my name at the door and get in? And, he, and they're like, for you, yeah, absolutely. Because I had yeah. reserved spot for us. So right. we get there. And it's Dante Bosco. If you, if you Google Dante Bosco, he is Rufio from uh, Hook. That's oh, what I shit. That's what I know him from. And yeah, I also know him from, from Fist of the North Star, the live action movie. He's also. Yes. So I'm hanging out. We're hanging out with Rufio downstairs and the founders. And I'm talking to him. He's a really nice guy. And we're, yeah. you know, we're, we're, we're hitting off pretty well. And then, I, and then, you know, Ming is like, yeah, I'm going to host his uh, panel tomorrow. You guys should come. And I was like, dude, I'm totally going to come. And I'm going to ask questions that have nothing to do with what you do. And he goes, yeah, go ahead. And he's like kind of smirks, and I'm like, oh, okay. And I have no idea. I have no idea. So my friend Kale and I go the next day to his, <laughs> uh, to his uh, panel. And it's in this like side room in the Civic Plaza. Like, and when I say side room, it's like a conference room downstairs. They have several rows of chairs, and there is enough room. Like, we, Kale and I get yeah. in there, and it fills up. And all the chairs, there's like 60 chairs, they fill up. And then yeah. behind the chairs, there's standing room only that fills up. And I would say, of the people that were there, 
70 to to 80% are in costume. Yes. Of this last airbender. Yes. Because Dante Bosco is the voice of Prince Zuko on the last airbender. And I know that because they talked about that. that Oh, yes. Because Prince Zuko is apparently the best character. I'm still, I just started second season, so I still hate him. But Crystal yeah. named her dog. Her puppy that she just got is named Zuko after Prince Zuko. Oh, wow. And huh. this one poor girl who didn't look very clean and her hair was yeah. matted, like she was pretty nerdy that she just didn't clean herself well. Right. She kept like adding stuff every time like people were talking. She was that person that was like so excited that she was she was like that girl that's in the front of class. And the teacher's like, oh, well, that's all for class. And they're like, oh, you forgot to assign homework. Is that girl? Yeah. yeah. And uh, Kale's like, are you going to do that thing where you said you were going to ask him questions that have nothing to do? I was like, no, dude, they'll kill us here. They will kill yeah. us fucking dead here. So <laughs> I want to add that every time you tell this story and Hamster listens to the podcast because he always listens to it, oh, yeah, uh, I get in trouble. Why? Because he's Why? like, we got invited to the Monte Carlo and Prince Zuko, the voice of Prince Zuko was there. And no. I didn't know, like for he him, he was at was, Founders. Yeah, he was at Founders. Yeah. And uh, literally hamster. It's like the most disappointing moment in our relationship for him. Well, then also, like, also the <laughs> other guy, there was, I mean, I'm not, I didn't mention who the other person was that was there too. Yeah. Was, uh, God, what is his name? He's from The Walking Dead, and he was uh, the Red Skull in oh. Infinity War and Avenger Endgame. Um, right. Shit, I'm friends with him. What is his name? Um, crap. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Uh, Ross. Ross Marquardt. I, I remember. Yeah. But I will say yeah. that this is how he got me to watch it, is he said, I will never forgive you for not being able to meet this guy because you didn't. You know, you thought whatever, but we had the kid. Like, what were we going to, anyway, long story short, he was like, you can at least watch it since I didn't get to, and now I'm really upset I didn't meet him too, so. And it's funny because, like, that's the only voiceover thing that I think Dante Bosco does. And there was this other woman there, and there was the two of them. It was a a two-person panel. And her stuff was, was she's like Daphne on, uh, uh, Scooby Doo, yeah, and she, but I mean, she does like she's been in the voice acting for like 15 Ever. years. She's done like dad, like you know, she has like a she had a but like no one was there to see her, <laughs> but she was really funny, and I felt really bad because everyone was there for him and they kept oh. asking questions about the last airbender. And he was just like, finally, he was just kind of like, um. Yeah, I mean, you know, that was a role that I played, and you know, because like people were treating him like he was the character, you know. Yeah. Like, oh like, yeah. About those, you know, story. But the the funny thing too is, is like Ming Chen is such a pro. He was like doing the panel, and uh, we walk out, and like I walk out, like it was a, one of those conference rooms that has two doors, like one on each side. I walk yeah. out the back one, and they walk out the front one, and, and then like Dante's like, Chris, hey, what's up, man? And uh, I, I run into Ming, and I was like, man, I felt bad. I didn't know. I, I've never seen The Last Airbender. And Ming goes, yeah, me either. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and he hosted the panel. I was like, I was like, that's crazy. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, you should watch The Last Airbender. Okay. I'm not even kidding. It is so 
good. I was so against it because it's not necessarily my taste or like my. <laughs> no, we're talking about the TV show. But it's so funny because like I kept trying to get Kale. I was like, dude, stand up and say that you love the live action <laughs> cartoon. Like, I was like, no, man. I was like, I was like, just do it. <laughs> oh, people would have people would have murdered him. They would have punched him to death. Like I so like Jason <laughs> or ham, hamster Jason was literally there. I was like, oh, there's a live action movie. We should watch that too. And he was like, no. We don't even talk about the live action movie. We don't need to watch it. It was surprisingly the bad. Is real. Huh? It was surprisingly bad. Yeah. I I I just don't know how you take that story and make a bad movie. And I've seen that and I've never seen the cartoon. And everybody's like, Are you kidding? Like, yeah, sorry, man. I don't know. I watched the live action one right after I watched the uh, animated series on Netflix, mm-hmm. and yeah. it is incredibly disappointing. Yeah, like it's not oh, even no. a good movie. Oh, it's almost like M Night Shyamalan's like not made a good movie after that. Oh, like he, he's made a lot of like he he's made like two or three good movies, and then everything else is just trash. Not even like bad. Not even like okay. Just bad. Just trash. trash. It was the really twist, bad. Yeah, I mean, the twist is is they're shitty. <laughs> like, I mean, I will say that like with the storyline of this cartoon, I don't understand how anybody could make a bad movie. Like, were you not? I don't know. It's weird. Like maybe they didn't see it. They just got some. The uh, they just kind of yeah. told them what the characters were, and they were like, "All right, we'll make a movie out of that. Cool." Sounds good to me. I don't know. They spent all the money on the on the special effects. <laughs> oh, I Maybe. wish. Have you seen yeah. that movie? I wish they put more money into special effects because it's really. You're like, oh, that guy has flashy hands. I just want to talk. About, I, I really feel like you guys, I really feel like you guys have uh, have zoned in on this on this this cartoon and not the Fist of the North Star cartoon versus the live action. I mean, come on. Who's not well, upset? I, I am lost. I don't know what you're talking about. This is the North Star. This is the North Star. Master of Southern Cross. Nothing. 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 No. So back in the day when anime started, <laughs> <laughs> there was a cartoon yeah, called. We're talking Akira. about Robotech times. We're talking about Robotech times here. You have Robotech. You have This is the North Star. Those are like what was on TV. If yeah, Fist of the North Star was a movie, and then they made a series out of it. And then somewhere in the '80s, they made a movie out of it with uh, some like B movie martial artist guy. And then Chris Penn is in it. Weirdly, I don't know. <laughs> but, I mean, here's—I have to admit something. I thought I hated anime. Yeah. I kind of liked like Sailor Moon, maybe when I was younger. But for some reason, I just always was like, ugh, anime. And I don't know why. No idea why. It was dumb and closed-minded of me. And now I'm just like, I want to watch all of this all the time. Like, what other series should I watch? Should I watch this Fists of the North Star thing? No, you, it's not. It doesn't age well. Oh, yeah, I, will no. tell you, I, I will tell you. Okay, if you want to watch, if you, if the, and, and, and I mean, people can interject. These are all old. I know there's newer ones. 
But like, if you didn't grow up with it, you probably don't want to watch it. The, the movies, the movies that I will suggest to you are Ninja Scroll, okay, Ninja Scroll, Vampire Hunter D, and then the series Trigun. Okay. I love all oh, three. Yeah. Ghost in the Shell as well. Oh, I've heard of Ghost in the Shell. I heard if it's great. Akira, Akira is a is a classic, but it's just so hard to understand what's going on. It's just so all over the place. I've tried to watch it many times. It is a masterpiece, though. It is beautiful, and you know, but it's one of those movies that like it, it's long. Oh. Uh, and then you know, there's and then there's a lot of new ones that people you know that I've never seen. Um, like Spirited Away is that the name of it, James? Oh, I've seen that. So uh, I've yeah. seen like uh, the Toriyama, yeah, yeah, yeah. The like, uh, what is that guy's name again? Oh. My friend Totoro, that's the other one. Oh, Totoro yeah. is so Totoro. good. I suppose I said it wrong. Because I don't know. Okay. Is that, is that, that's how you say that Totoro? That's how you say that? Totoro, mm -hmm. yeah. Aeon Flux wasn't anime, though. That was a, in, 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 uh, um, because anime is Japanese. Well, I guess it's, I guess it is. I mean, I guess that's Japan anime. But like, um, that's the thing with well, uh, uh, Airbender. It was not made in Japan, it was made in the United States. Which is a you know a shock to some people. Hmm. I didn't know well, that. I, I thought mean, it, was... it was all Korean production. That's why they sent out their uh, like the production was out there. Yeah, but, hmm. I, but I, you know, but it was all but it, okay. But it wasn't like uh, it wasn't like Last Airbender came out in Japan and then they they translated it for the United States. Oh no, that was definitely no. uh, a U.S. production. Right. Anyway, so I thought I would talk about that. Uh, yeah. Just yeah. because I feel like, one, I've been robbed. Mm -hmm. Because here's the deal. If somebody had told me about the number of cute animals that are involved in oh, yeah, this yeah. cartoon, I literally would have been like, sign me up. But nobody mentioned Momo or Appa. <laughs> See, I, okay, well, the Ninja Scroll might not be your, your jam. But I do. I love I Ninja Scroll. <laughs> I mean, I'll give it a chance. What's that, James? I didn't even know it existed until it came out on Netflix. What? Oh. Ninja Scroll? Uh, no, not Ninja Scroll. Oh. Airbender? Uh, Last Airbender? Oh, okay. I was oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So they have... So uh, the main character has this flying... Uh, he, he has this flying bison named Appa. And it is the fucking cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Okay. Better I literally kind of fall. Huh? Cuter than Malcor from uh, The Neverending Story? Yes. Wow. Okay. Right. And I think he's pretty cute too, but yes. Huh. And okay. there's also like a lemur bat that's named Momo. Cutest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Black Butler. What is Black Butler? Never heard of it. An anime show. Oh, I have Crunchyroll. I have that on Roku. It just like comes with Roku. So I guess I'll check it out. Got it on the Roku. <laughs> um, yeah, like I got through an. I went through an. Like I'm a huge Trigun fan, and mm. I would go rent them at the local video store whenever I was in college, and I burned through those. I really like that one, but it's very campy. You know, yeah. you have to. Really I like campy though. Well, yeah. I mean, 
the best part about that series was they were really going for they were going for the campiness and they're going for the fact that it's like a western. Yeah, it's a space. Every time it comes on, it's all put down. But like, but it's funny because like you have these like uh, it's episodic, and then they constantly like re like re narrate or not re narrate, but like they you know they they in case you, I guess in case this is the first one you've seen, they're like, oh my god, it's it's Vash the Stampede, the one who's <laughs> wanted for. 60 double billion dollars you know like they kiss every time they say they, they see him they reiterate who he is so that you're just kind of like if you're new you're like oh yeah he's a 60 double dollar man they have a new sailor moon i hope it's not so our kids started watching powerpuff girls i don't know if you guys were into powerpuff girls oh, yeah you know powerpuff girls the old powerpuff girls was my jam yeah the new Powerpuff Girls sucks asshole. Oof. It is awful. I feel like the Powerpuff Girls, when they came out, were a little... I mean, they were four kids, but kind of had that little bit of adult edge to it a little bit. Yeah, they had a little bit of edge, but here's what I liked about them, is that they worked together. And yeah. they were very, like, girl positive. They were very, like... You know, like, they got along. The new Powerpuff Girls, they're mean to each other. Oh, And, man. like... Uh, uh, Bubbles, the blonde one, is uh, like super whiny, uh, and like a little bit of that edge got taken away, which makes it just horrible. So we're like, oh, you want to watch Powerpuff Girls? Here's the old ones. Yeah, watch these. I didn't yeah. know they made new ones. That's I awful. didn't know either. Yeah. It's wow. awful. Because Bubbles That's is my hero. Speaking of like, I know. Speaking of that, like I saw that. Uh, yeah, here we go. Yeah, so that. They're saying like the they're so adult the double character, but speaking of like bringing back, so Comedy Central is bringing back Beavis and Butthead, which oh. I kind of feel like is uh, I don't know man you know because like the 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 great thing about Beavis and Butthead let, let me let me explain for you know everyone I mean I don't know if I'm explaining for you guys or explaining for people out there the greatest thing about Beavis and Butthead is they put them on late at night on MTV yeah and then. The videos that didn't make it on MTV, like right, you know, that were not on the mainstream, mm -hmm. would make it on Beavis and Butthead. Like you would have yeah. Yeah, that's the first time I ever saw Primus. Um, yeah, that, that was the first time I ever saw like a lot of videos, and you were just like, "Oh shit, this is you know that's kind of dope. I, I like that." And they'd make fun of them, and they'd just shit mm -hmm. on them, and they'd be like, "My name is Mad Mad," you know. What's that, James? It was a video show. Yeah. Like, yeah. when it came out, it was a video show. I mean, they had little clips. They had little clips. And they and it's from New Mexico, like they're saying. Beavis and Butthead. Oh, Butthead. I, uh, I have high. some history with yeah. Beavis and Butthead. Oh, that's I right. I think I told huh. Chris about it. Yeah. Um. So my dad moved here to New Mexico when he was a teenager. And he made a couple of friends. I'm not going to say their names just because I don't know if they want to talk about this. Yeah. Uh, but uh, my dad's two best friends in high school knew Mike Judge very well. Yeah, um, He went to Highland High School, like they said, and St. Pius. And Beavis and Butthead are based on my dad's two best friends. Wow. And we know that. Like, their noses look the same. They look the same. And also, a lot of the stories, so, like, the frog baseball and some of the other things, 
were real things that happened. He was very close to them, based two characters on them that were very popular, never talked to them again after Beavis and Butthead. Never. Never said oh a word to them again. That? No? Yes. Hmm. Um, and so when I was a kid, Beavis and Butthead was huge. Like it had just happened. And uh, one time I was talking about it in front of my dad's best friend and he lost his shit. And I was like, what happened? Why is he so mad? And uh, that's when he went on like a tangent about how um, he literally took them, made them into cartoon characters, made a ton of money off of it and just never talked to them again. He didn't actually like because like well, the, but you know, in their mind, yeah, because like he you know? uh, watched the thing where he talked about like the first deal with MTV, and they like you know they were MTV, they were like, yeah, yeah. you know, I think he made, I mean, maybe on the like the even on the royalties, but like I think he did on the movie, but definitely like when he, they came back the second time around on MTV because this is the third go around actually, yeah. yeah, I think he made some money, but like I'm I'm looking at it now. This is the HollywoodReporter.com. Uh, creator Mike Judge will oversee the updated series with a plan already in place for spinoffs in special yeah. of the former MTV pop culture phenom. And so basically looking through this, uh, in the new incarnation, Beavis and Butthead will enter a whole new Gen Z world with meta themes that are said to be relatable to both new fans who may be unfamiliar with the original series and old. Right. So now I guess, look, yeah. I'm not saying that these guys were 100% right, but I do think that they are founded in their like resentment. Oh, they, they should probably get some know? money. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, something. If he based the characters off of them, why haven't they? I mean, them? I mean, they look so intellectual property is like a weird thing, right? So intellectual oh, property, yeah. real hard to prove. Like, yeah, true. you know. But also, like, uh, one of them, most of my childhood, he was, like, a starving artist drummer. He was a musician. So, yeah. like, where would he have gotten the money to, like, go sue this guy, you know? Uh-huh. But, oh, you know. So, like a I'm, guy that was making that much money off of it. So, here's here's a crazy, yeah. here's a crazy part. I'm reading through this article. And in there, like the new take on the teenage couch potatoes comes then less than 10 days after Comedy Central became the home of Jody, the adult animated series that is a spinoff of Daria, which is <gasps> an offshoot of Judge Beavis and Butthead. Which character was oh, I'm so excited. Which character was Jody? Uh, I don't know, but I love Daria. I don't remember. God, now I have to go rewatch Daria so I know who Jody is. Wow. They have it on Hulu. Oh wow! I think okay, I love I Daria. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. James. I keep talking when you're talking. Yeah, <laughs> that's my bad. I'm, I'm, I I just got back from a camping trip. I just talk over people now. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, James? Oh, I think I, isn't she like Daria's best friend? I guess so, but I mean, I didn't know she needed. Oh, like, maybe she was interesting enough to have an offshoot show of herself. But then, like Daria, whenever Daria was on Beavis and Butthead, she was a different character than whenever she did the spinoff. Mm-hmm. I feel like the I feel like, and I, I talked about this the other day. I feel like the um, uh, Daria show was like way ahead of its time. It was because she was like super feminist, super like progressive. Oh, so uh, Jody. Daria? 
I didn't know that. There no, is there a Daria is. movie. I had no uh, idea. Jody is uh, not who I thought it was. If you Google it, it pulls her up. Um, oh. So it's not her best friend? Who is it? She was a friend of her hers. Oh. But Tracy Ellis Ross is going to voice her, and I love that. Well, who did the original voice of Daria? It was... Uh... Let me see if I can find that. It was somebody. It was, it was a comedian. Was it Janine Rockwell? <laughs> I want to say that's who it was, but I may be wrong. I think it was. Uh, I'm just making shit up. Like, I don't know. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I just remember like the... No, it was Tracy Grandstaff. Huh. I had no idea. I thought it was Janine, but... I thought it was Janine Garofalo. And then when you when you click on her IMDb, it shows Daria instead of her. Huh. All right. Fair enough. Interesting. I don't know. I, just okay. went, la, la, I will be right la, back. La. Mitchell is losing his mind. Yes, Jody is her African-American friend. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. Daria was your jam. I liked Daria. I thought it was kind of a little bit of a downer of a show, but now looking back on it, it was actually very like ahead of its time. Like she was really like, you know, woman centric feminist, which was, you know, at the time probably looked down on. And now it's like, you know, Oh, nice. It was like Portlandia before Portlandia. Kind of, I guess. Yeah. Oh, wow. Justin Towns Earl passed away. Damn. La 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 la. Like the Damn, Steve son, Justin Towns Earl died. No shit. That's crazy. Wait, what? Justin Towns Earl, uh, Steve Earl's son, 38 years old. Oof, hopefully it wasn't drugs. Man, everyone's dying. Right, guys, I had to... <laughs> oh, Mitchell. Hi, Mitchell. I had to go get Mitchell. He was scratching oh. at the door. Aww. <laughs> uh yeah, that's very true, James. It's kind of a yeah, it's been a rough couple of weeks for that kind of Wait, stuff. Wait, what happened? Uh just we just breaking news. Uh Towns Van uh, you know, uh, uh Steve Earl, the singer. Yeah. His son, uh, Justin Towns Earl, passed away at the age of thirty eight. Oh. So yeah, he's damn, that sucks. That's sad. Uh, hopefully, I mean, you know, you gotta wonder at like thirty eight, you're kinda like, oh, uh, Aubrey Plaza is <gasps> that would be amazing. Oh, you haven't seen that one? It's so no. good. No. But that's but if I could see that fit. I mean, I feel like her character on uh, uh Parks and Rec was kind of based partly on Daria, but like you know. Well, and her as a person is also like Daria. Like yeah. Oh yeah. I feel like Daria is Aubrey Plaza in some ways. <laughs> sure, sure, right. Oh, you, you need to look up like they have a trailer for Daria. Just look up Daria Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza, and they have a whole trailer for it. It's hilarious. Yeah, I'll watch it here in a while if we put it up, and they'll they'll flag us. We did that Pacto Man <laughs> one a couple all... of, like they're like oh my god we got we got taken off YouTube in certain countries. What? <laughs> yeah, because we had the Macho Man Randy Savage on the we we had the we played a clip. Hopefully not Uganda. 
Hopefully not Uganda. It's like bullshit, man. This is some bullshit. Yeah. That's too funny, right? Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it too much like the Macho Man. We'll get sued. We'll get sued. Uh, Did I do do that too well? I don't know. My bad. Oh, yeah. The cream of the crop. (laughs) Whenever you do the crop, you gotta like do your neck. Like you gotta flex your neck and like pull it in. (laughs) Fucking Macho Man. Uh, Oh, yeah. I love that. The cream of the crop uh, promo. (laughs) That made me laugh so I hard. I feel like the macho man Randy Savage was ahead of his time because like he's bigger he now was. than Hulk Hogan is, you know. <laughs> As his, well, dude, uh, snap into the slum gym and we're like, that's oh ridiculous. God. I well, love so him. That's a crazy story. <laughs> like if you if you want to talk about weird stories. So when the macho man Randy Savage left WWE to go to WCW, they actually didn't pay him. Like, like it was a really piss poor contract because he was he was fine because he was making so much money from Slim Jim. And then in turn, WCW got promoted because it was like the Slim Jim commercials were everywhere. Well, yeah. you like the Slim Jim commercials and you like this Macho Man guy. Where's where are you gonna find him at? WCW. So they, they like he was a bad businessman in that aspect, I guess. It was really weird. I, I watched the thing with Eric Bischoff talking about it. He was like, "Yeah, we got the Macho Man for like peanuts because he had he was making so much money from the Slim Jim people." He's all step into a Slim Jim, dig it. I always love that. <laughs> I always I always quote that commercial, chips, you know, because he'd do that and he'd just rip the bag, chips. <laughs> <Step into Slim Jim. laughs> the '90s were a lawless time. I swear. The '90s were wild. Yeah, that you, guy's yeah. terrifying. I saw him in person once, and it was. Right. I, well, was, I, was watching, I, I terrifying. I was, I was watching a thing on uh, on YouTube, so I get into these YouTube holes. Yeah, like, like we all do. And it was like the like there's some channel where it's like the background on TV shows. And I watched one on Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh, on Nickelodeon. Yeah, I loved <laughs> yeah. that show. So Nicola, I, I was, you know, I was too old for it, but I got, you know, I always like to hear, I don't know what it is. Like, that's what I love about the internet. The internet <laughs> is like, it's that place where when you were a kid, you were like, what happened to that? And you can go and you can find out. And they're like, well, yeah. like when I was a kid and, you know, there would, be, there would be these wrestlers that would come out and I'd be like, I like this guy. He does cool flips and da, 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 da. And then next thing you know, gone. And then, I'd be, and then as a kid, I was just like, "Why don't what, what happened to that guy?" And then as an adult, you're like, "Oh, he went to rehab. Oh, yeah, he was on drugs. That's how he did all the flips." <laughs> yeah. So like the Legend of the <laughs> Temple one, like the, it's pretty cool, man. Like there's one on that one. There's one on that. Um, so Johnny Knoxville made a movie called Action Park or something. Yeah, this park in in New Jersey. Well, there's actually a YouTube video where you can go. Uh, th- it's like a little mini documentary about that action park, and cool. what it, a lot of like the the nickname for it was called Class Action Park, <laughs> and uh, it, it's pretty interesting. But the same people did one on you know that's how I was watching that video, and that's how I got into the Legend of the Hidden Temple one, and like Nickelodeon in itself, like the 80s and 90s was just this crazy lawless channel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, so I remember that I loved Ren and Stimpy so Mm. much, right? And that dude's like a pedophile or some shit. And, like, 
watching that show now, like, I don't think I would let Danny watch it. Like, yeah. I'll let her watch Powerpuff Girls. There's a devil in it. Like, who cares? I don't. Um, but... <laughs> yes, exactly. But uh, Ren and Stimpy? I don't know, man. I, I don't want to be one of those parents, but also, like, ooh, what were my parents thinking? I had the plush, like, Ren doll and in college and you squeezed him and he farted he's all yeah yeah i wish i still had that i don't know <laughs> i would run around singing that like happy happy joy joy song yeah, like, or, all or, the time i did the log thing the other day someone was like they were, we were talking about we did a trivia and they were talking about a slinky and i you know in like you know in renaissance it's it's log it's log it's fun for a girl and a boy <laughs> yeah and then they, like uh, and now log for girls and it was like the log with a wig on it. Yeah. <laughs> ridiculous. But then like they came out and they said like that guy was like a pervert or some shit like right? I yeah, got, I, uh, I read something about that. Yeah, yeah. I got a Ren and Stimpy. Did you ever see Stimpy? Oh Whoa. yeah, it, it was pretty adult yeah. um theater. Let's see. It was uncomfortable watching it as a child. I was like, what is this? And it came out on like like uh, but uh, it came out on MTV first. Okay, his name is uh, um, John. This is really hard to pronounce. Chris Crick Falus. It's K R I C F A L U S I. Okay. Crick That's the best I'm going to say it. If that's right, Let me, uh, does it sound it out anyway? Uh, no. <laughs> cool. Thank you. Anyway, here's what he did. In March uh -oh. of 2018, Robert Byrne, Bird and Katie Rice disclosed to Bud, BuzzFeed, Bud, BuzzFeed that Chris, Chris Fallacy sexually harassed and groomed them for sexual abuse while oh. they were underage. Oh, yeah. Bird told well. the website he was in a sexual race-up with Chris, uh, whatever his name is, in 97 at age 16 and flew to California to live with him when she was 17. Rice said that Chrysophilusi, I think it's his name, had flirted with her and made overt sexual comments towards her starting when she was 14 and sexually with her when she was she turned 18 and began working so, at his animation that's studio. While doing, that's, why, that's while he was doing the show. Yeah. And who was this? Was this like the voice of Ren? Is no, the that creator. The guy who, well, he's probably, but he created them. Oh, No. Now my kid is for sure not watching. Oh wow! Well, and then, and then, in response, his lawyer confirmed that for a brief time, twenty-five years ago, he had a sixteen-year-old girlfriend, but de oh. denied that he his avid pursuit of rice with with sexual harassment or that had ever possessed child pornography. Oh come now, on! Please. I knew there was some like crazy shit. Yeah. Please. Oh okay, I didn't know that's why Billy West took over. Hmm. Interesting. That guy Billy West, man, he's like voiced a lot of shit. Yeah. Like, you never heard of Fry? that guy? Huh? Fry on uh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and who's the other guy? Uh John DiMaggio. Is it John DiMaggio? He's Bender. He was the Bender, but he's done. Oh. I don't remember his name, but yes, he's voiced a lot yeah. of stuff. Yeah. I've seen some videos where like those two guys will go through and do all their different characters. They'll do like, like, have you ever seen YouTube videos where uh, they'll take like the script from Star Wars 
and they'll have those those voice actors and they'll do it like yeah. they'll do they'll do Star Wars and it's like the voice of Luke Skywalker is uh, Fry. And, yeah. And then Darth Vader is like uh, you know, Bender or whatever. And it's so good. So my roommate, Crystal's boyfriend, is a voice actor. Oh wow. And it's like oh, living with yeah, and it's like living with a hundred people. Like he can do his number one voice is Gandalf. But he does a spot on like Vincent Price. He does a spot on Gandalf. He does. Oh, so he, he does. does so, well. so you're saying he does impressions? Uh, he you does say- impressions, and he's also a voice actor. But I mean, he can get them to the point where it's like, holy shit! Yep. And he will just do that walking around the house. Is he'll take like a script of something else and replace it with Gandalf or huh. whatever. And sometimes it is super scary to live with a voice actor because you think there is somebody else in your house nice it's uh it's super fun it is awesome though he's super great you show not to pass yes we hear that a lot in our house um but he's actually setting up Uh he's actually setting up a a voice studio in our house right now so and why why are you not recording from there (laughs) That's what I meant. Oh, because it's not set up yet. He's putting in like the panels and all that stuff. And also it's very small. It's like a booth. Yeah. So you can control (laughs) the sound. Yeah. So when it's set up, I'll record in there. What do you think the studio is going to be like when I buy a house? (laughs) It's going to be nice. Yeah. When he's all done with it, I'm sure I'll record in there. Yeah. What's that, James? I said, hopefully there's going to be like a bunch of mirrors and stuff so I can look at myself. No. no. <laughs> no. Seriously? It'll I'll be bring like, some No, it'll be cool. I mean, that's what's going to happen when I buy a house. I'm going to build like it permanent, like, you know, like arms and stuff. Arms in, I'll bring in mirrors. You have to be able to look at yourself. Huh. Okay. That'll be terrible for the lighting, but sure. <laughs> well, you can cut them up. up. Mm, okay. Like, this is, this what's, what's that quotes. book where like, you just have a picture of yourself and you never age? Book? Oh, you like mean uh, Dorian Gray? Yes. Okay. Oh. I never actually read that, but I know the story. I mean, you know. Sometimes, sometimes you don't have to read a book. After a, after a lifetime, you kind of have heard enough about it. You get the gist. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's actually really creepy. I believe it. Yeah, believe it. it sounds creepy. I believe you. That's fair. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, does uh, the voiceover guy, does he do Christopher Walken? Uh, I'm sure he could. Yeah. I mean, I've never... So... He, uh, I, I try not to like, I don't want to, no, I, I don't, I, I don't want to like annoy him, mm-hmm. him with like, can you do this voice? Can you do this voice? But I bet if I ask him tonight, he can do Christopher yeah. Walken. It's like Holly Ann. <laughs> <laughs> Your name's kind of perfect because it's like multiple syllables. Like he could take like. That's the thing with, with Christopher Walken. He could like take a one-syllable word and make it two syllables. He's like, yeah, James. You know what? Christopher Walken kind of creeps me out. Dude, he's amazing. He is amazing. Yeah. He just kind of creeps me out. 
He was there when Natalie Wood died. That's why he creeps me out. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. He was on That's the- a whole crazy story. I listened to oh, that podcast. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, I didn't know there was a po- I'm sure there is. Oh, a- there's a, there's pod- a whole podcast. Hmm. Interesting. Well, all right. I've had enough of this fun time. <laughs> No, it's uh, great to see you guys. Um, what do you guys have to promote to tell all the viewers that have stuck around through the Billy Hour? Um, I will say that uh, you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Hollybird Comedy. But also, I'm going to tease that possibly next week, if you watch the show, I will have something pretty cool to promote. Nice. Yames with the soft uh, game. As per usual, uh, you can see me on Hulu and the NBC, whatever. I want some shows. <laughs> the Brave. Midnight Texas. Oh, yeah, those are the ones. And then what's the one on Netflix? Daybreak. It's Daybreak. They canceled that one, though. Haven't they canceled all of yours? They've canceled the Brave. They've canceled Daybreak. They've canceled uh, is is Midnight Texas. It's canceled as well. That's been canceled a couple times. James is the is he, when he's on a show. That's it's going to be canceled. So now they're not going to let you be on shows anymore. I'm just kidding. Okay. For, for, no, I, can, I can still play a teenager. <laughs> yeah, I, true. I, I watched the movie last night and I was like, these people are supposed to be freshmen in college. Yeah. <laughs> All <laughs> right, yeah. It's like okay, I guess so. Uh, I have my own YouTube channel. It's called May Dow Media, M A Y D O W, um, and I do a lot of uh, skateboard videos. Where not not where I'm doing skateboard tricks. I have an electronic skateboard and I ride it around, and I film it and I have fun with it and I have a drone and do stuff like that. So smash that like and that subscribe if you want to do that because or, or watch that kind of stuff because i am definitely gonna i'm gonna do a, a breaking bad video coming up i just asked permission for to film a certain location that's close by my house mm. and they said yes uh so yeah it's gonna be cool i just want to ride around and show people hey like here here's how accessible the breaking bad locations are to downtown and then if that does well i might do a second one because i don't think i'm gonna fit very many on the first one because i want to do like a like a five to 15 minute video i don't want a long one yeah and, you don't want it to be like two hours long no and then i want to do a sequel and then i might do a better call Saul one because there's a lot of those as well so we'll see um with that we also have our tendrickminimum.com we have uh, instagram we have twitter and all the fun social media sites we have i'm sure if you don't no, and also like if you go try to find like our podcast on whatever site that you listen to podcasts, like we're on Spotify, we're on Pandora. Um, if we're on iHeart, yeah. If something asks for a review, give us a review. Absolutely, that helps us out. Um, I also have these these about eight of these ten drink minimum masks for sale. They're twelve bucks. That includes the shipping. Um, PM me and I will tell you how to if you want one, and uh, or just PM the Facebook page, and uh, I'll tell you how to buy one and I'll send it to you. Um, other than that, 
everyone have a really good week. Uh, it's good seeing everybody. I'm glad everyone's here. Um, I look forward to this every every week. Um, glad everyone's safe. And uh, with that, we are, we are ten, ten minimum. minimum.